This bum, Sunday, bum, bum, daylight savings time starts in North America. Uh, we don't, we don't. Somebody sucked up baby's Oops. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I actually clicked on that on my instance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um where where was I going? Uh, it must have been uh, a torrent of water. <laughs> where, where? Here we where go. Where do we go? Where do Time we go to is. start the sh- Time dot. Oh my gosh, my brain is so broken today. <laughs> I think you have to leave all of this in. <laughs> no, we're gonna edit all of this out. Oh dear. Okay, where are we clapping? Uh, uh, fifteen. Why'd you pick one so far in advance? <laughs> tomorrow's daylight savings time we're already having uh, we've been we've been chatting and taunting each other with the soundboard for about half an hour now and you were like should we record and i was like yeah i you know i guess we should we're, we're here already you know we might as well you know Anyway, so here it we are. It will never happen. Not today. Not tomorrow. Not ever. Not that's, ever. I've I've been saying that. Yes. <laughs> that's um, the, that's the that's the summary of the Biden presidency. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I do have a surprise for you. Uh, apparently, in a, in a recent episode, I mentioned making a uh, like a, a heavy metal version of our little our little riff. And uh, oh yeah. Uh, Listener, friend of the show, Nate, got bored and fired up GarageBand, and so I have this oh, for no. you. What? <gasps> oh, that is so good. Oh, my gosh. Nate. Nate. <laughs> you beautiful human person. Nate, Nate's great. It's so we, majestic. Love, we love Nate. It's not even, like, as metal as it is, like, just awe inspire. It's like Wild yeah. Stallions metal. Do you know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Is that Dreamcast Nate? That is, yes. That direct current Nate. Yeah. Direct Every time Dreamcast Nate says something, I'm like, oh, I thought I was the only one. And it's so it's so nice. Dream it's, it's like so good because sometimes I will just say, like, oh, can you imagine? And I posit some ridiculous thing. And then uh, between, you know, 15 minutes to an hour later, he'll just pop in with a Photoshop he's made based off of the prompt I unwittingly provided. And it's always a delight. The so. world needs more people like that. That's just, it's a beautiful thing. Thank you, Nate. Right. Yeah. The double oh. handshake between people who know Photoshop but need ideas and people who don't know Photoshop but think of ridiculous things. <laughs> yes. Speaking of ridiculous uh, things. Another ridiculous thing. Man, mm. listeners are fantastic. Yeah. Um, there's just, we're just so full of blessings this week. That's when the blessings come in. But just I... look at me now. <laughs> May Allah awaken the people. <laughs> I, <laughs> this I, is going to be a soundboard heavy I, episode. <laughs> I was blessed with Hashtag somebody. Blessed. I just got a package. Yeah, you, no, no one has owned up to sending you this. No one uh, will admit that they sent this And I this just want to me. say, if you sent this to Aaron, you are legally required to, to tell us that you did so. <laughs> 
Because it's so wonderful. I want to thank you. I mean, I understand yeah. if you think it's funnier. The They've honest, probably been honestly, waiting that's a pretty for, good flex. for you to acknowledge receipt of it. So, yeah, yeah. I, I have received what it is, is uh, Popperdelli's pasta. It's mm-hmm. dark chocolate. Popperdelli's. So a few episodes ago, I talked about, I mentioned offhandedly how I always like wanted to try chocolate pasta because they featured it in a Ron Popeil pasta maker uh, infomercial. Oh, lo- yeah. Mm-hmm. Set it and forget it. Yeah. And so a few weeks after that, I just in the mail receive a package of uh, chocolate linguine. Dark chocolate linguine. And so it's been a little while. I've been kind of, it's been, it's hard to like schedule the cooking for the recording. Um, right. So, but well, and listen, you're not just going to make dark chocolate linguine, you know, like there needs to be an occasion for that, you know? Yeah. 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 And I, you know, I need to make sure I had everything for the sauce and everything. So I made it, I made it with a chocolate sauce. So pasta is chocolate. I made a chocolate sauce to go with it. And I also added, so I follow the recipe on their site for the chocolate sauce, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is just pretty basic, like butter and chocolate chips and evaporated milk and powdered sugar, you know, Some heated vanilla, up. But yeah. then, mm-hmm. yeah, but then I added, I, so I, I, I did my sugar sugar thing. It's, it's funny the because the ingredient list for the chocolate sauce contains an ingredient called chocolate sauce. And it's like, isn't that what I'm making? Yeah, I, that's like... <laughs> Something to add in addition, I guess they're right. thinking, like do a double chocolate sauce. Well, like, yeah, putting a hat on a hat, as it were. Sauce throw on some a sauce. Bosco on there. Yeah, yeah. The sauce, sauce is the on boss. a sauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but I I added the the you can see a picture in the show notes. Hopefully, it's um. Yeah, I'll make sure. I that sprinkled. Makes it in. I sprinkled some uh, flaky Malden sea salt on it. Ooh. And what is and this? What what are these seeds on here as well? These are s- sesame seeds. Ah, the toasted S- sesame, sesame seeds. Yeah, open sesame. They give a little texture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I was so ready to be. I was really trying not to get too excited about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was ready to you be manage disappointed. your expectations. Yeah, mm-hmm. Andrew, this was amazing. Mm. This was so good. It tasted exactly. <laughs> Like what I always dreamed and expected it to taste like. But this it is was this just, is what it, you bit in, and this is what you heard. You know, just it, it tremendous was the dream pasta. Mm-hmm. It was whatever the opposite of the curb theme is. Right. Yeah. Um, maybe that's. I, d- I maybe don't think I could play it back. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it was. It was so good. <laughs> um, the, I have the to say, sea salt the, the, was a hack. It was really good. I did. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm I love I love a little bit much, of salt but... on chocolate. But this this yeah. dish here, the 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 bowl. Of course, we love bowl based uh-huh. foods. Um, yeah. What I would do is I would take this that you've made and I would just sit it lovingly on top of some vanilla ice cream. Oh, buddy! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be intense. That that would, would be, be my that would be my dessert. That's like chocolate pasta you know. a la mode. Indeed, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Gabagool. Gabagool. Speaking of speaking of uh, a la mode, yeah. Uh, um, I I provided you. I've been doing. I had been doing Blue Apron, and then I now I've been doing Hello Fresh, and I provided you a uh, 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 a sign up link thingamabob for Hello Fresh. 
Yeah. Uh, and they bothered so you got, until like, you finally signed up. And you, you've done <laughs> a week's that now. Free, free week free week of meals, you know, like three meals. And um, but like what's weird is they keep sending me like Andrew's giving you free boxes. Use the yeah. free boxes. It's like I already claimed it and I try to claim it again. And it's like you've already claimed, you already claimed this, this right? Yeah, but their their <laughs> email system has not been updated. <laughs> it's like cool. Um Yeah, so my it's it's I've I've wanted to try it out and I kind of like was expect I didn't know what I was expecting um because I've been cooking since I was like ten years old mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. um I wouldn't like if anybody tried to call me like a chef I would like please tell them please stop this please but mm-hmm. I like you know I've got pretty good cooking skills like I know what right. I'm doing yeah and, you, you don't need anybody to instruct you at to how to, to mince garlic <laughs> yeah no I and and, and so. I the first thing I made was a beef bulgogi bowl, which is like you cook some hamburger meat and some bulgogi sauce, boom, boom, and, boom, some, boom. and some uh, green onions, and then uh, like some rice. And, and like I realized, like I was, it was stupid to order a rice bowl because every week I just cook a batch of rice and keep it in my fridge. Right. So I just like have white rice on hand. Why did I order? Why did I pay for yeah, more rice? Yeah, well, and the way they have you make rice is on the stovetop as well, which I find, you know, rice yeah. made in a rice cooker is much higher quality. Yeah, so. and, and I, you could make a bigger batch. So I, I I, basically am saving, I'm just like, I guess, saving up the small sachets of, <laughs> until of you- rice until <laughs> I get enough to make it in the rice cooker. Right. But um, then they had like some carrots, some shredded carrots, which is nice uh sesame seeds i already have sesame seeds like i it's funny like all of the ingredients the green onions the sesame seeds the rice mm-hmm. i always have these on hand right <laughs> like they're out i could just grab them so i was like why did i order this was the dumbest thing for me to order but then they had a cucumber that you shave mm-hmm. and then you you do a quick pickle yeah you get the um, you get a gillette razor out shave the cucumber it's got a little <laughs> bit of five well, o'clock you know, shadow you get like a, a vegetable peeler and you right. shave it mm-hmm. uh and now just fluffy rocks a, a cucumber with a beard that, that's that's like some like uh uh veggie tales after dark type stuff <laughs> oh uh larry so, and his, larry in his uh uh in his in his dressing room you know and i knew before. when i yeah anyway. i knew when i was i knew when i was reading the recipe when they told me to do a quick pickle and to shave mm. the the cucumber that this was i was like i would never do this because a cucumber is will go super limp if you shave it and mm-hmm. you don't want like limp cucumber yeah, like i mean the you don't part normally of the thing have that pickles you, that are shaved <laughs> well you know you might have like a uh, ginger like pickled ginger is kind of like oh, that sure. but like right but like uh, when you get a cucumber it's mostly you're going for texture and then secondly flavor but if you're pickling it it's even less about the inherent flavor of the cucumber you're really like because right, you're just going gonna pulverize for texture. that with some vinegar but now you've just ruined the texture yeah. so it was mm. really bad i knew it was going to be bad and i wasn't surprised and so it made me feel like very superior to whoever came up with this recipe mm-hmm. and i was like okay that taught me that i need to wing it a little bit like if i see yes. something i need to trust my instincts and not trust hello fresh mm-hmm. um 
I've definitely had that where I've been, I don't know, I guess the thing for me has been getting to the point of feeling confident enough where I'm like, you know what, I'm going to put a little, like there was something the other day that I was, um, I think I was just like sauteing, you know, like fajita veggies or whatever. And I was like, uh-huh. I was like, this needs garlic. It needs just a little bit of garlic. <laughs> so I yeah. put some garlic in. You know, yeah. Their recipes are also always like uh, two little things of garlic, and I'm like two. <laughs> <laughs> That's not enough. Yeah, not enough. Listen, <laughs> yeah. They did another one that was like they have these ones that are supposed to be like quick. Uh, they say zero prep time. Ha! Yeah. <clears throat> like you're supposed to just throw them in the oven. Yeah. But then the first instruction is like, here's all the prep you need to do, and it's not zero prep time. Right. <laughs> like you do cook it in the oven. Yeah, I it was think, good. The I dish turned out good. It was like a curry chicken. I, I enjoyed it. I don't know if it's HelloFresh or um, uh, maybe it was Blue Apron, but they have some version of their meals that they say like, oh, you don't need any prep bowls for this. And then the instructions are like, in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I don't think you understand. The answer is something called science. I don't yeah. understand how this works, but um, they're cool. I'm going to keep trying it. Yeah, uh, I just had, try different stuff. I was telling you, I had uh, uh, tostadas this week as one of my meal, mm-hmm. meals, and that was very good because I'm not making tostadas before. I I don't I don't think that I realized that all you do is you put oil on some tortillas and then put them in the oven, and that makes them delicious. <laughs> oh, that's how they do it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Generally, the way you would do it is you just do it on a like a, a flat skillet? top grill, like a oh, okay, skillet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I could do it in a skillet too, I suppose. But I guess yeah, they yeah. wanted you to knock six of them out at the same time, so it made sense gotcha. to put them on a pan. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. The, the, yeah, a lot, lot of pan-based meals. I don't know if you've noticed that. They, they get you yeah, using I'm, every part of your kitchen, it seems like. Or, I'm know. interested because it's just, it is nice to not have to shop for the ingredients. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard to justify the cost. I think if you had a family or you were, had a bunch of people that were all paying into it Mm -hmm. um it would make more sense but it is it is a little pricey Mm -hmm. yeah and they say like oh it'll save you money compared to groceries and it's like you send me three meals that's that's not enough i'm still having to go get groceries (laughs) i don't know who who, if you've understood that's half a week right there are six days in a week yeah and and that's that's one meal per day Yeah. For three days. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so yeah, but it is fun for giving you, like, ideas and trying something different. Like, yeah, I'm excited. There's a lot of bulgur stuff, and I, I've mm. never, I, I think I've made bulgur once, and I was like, oh, man, this is Well, this, this is, is the thing. Is Some, sometimes, indeed, I've got the menu for next week pulled up, and, you know, reading oh. through it sometimes feels like the, the Brian Butterfield commercial, you know, where it's like. Discount foie gras. <laughs> Fluffy rocks. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what is, I don't, chimichurri baramundi. Seems interesting with lemony car- carrots and garlic couscous. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that is. It looks okay. See, the lemony carrots and gar- garlic couscous are something that I want, but there's nothing yeah. for me. Um, I've got, this week I've got an ancho barbecue sloppy joe, which that seems nice. What's your, what's your gourmet and gourmet plus options? Ooh, I see. I can't. Th- those are expensive, but oh, I've well, got yeah, absolutely, yeah. beef tenderloin with mushroom sauce, which is like, it's just yeah. some roasted potatoes and beef tenderloin and mushroom. Like, I would right. just I've got, make that. I've got beef tenderloin with brown butter veggies and Parmesan mashed potatoes, which is like, that's not, 
okay. <laughs> yeah. Steak au poivre with and garlic herb shrimp. Mm, crispy cheddar That's... chicken with loaded bacon, mashed potatoes, and broccoli. That, that sounds like good. a lot. Sounds like a lot. Yeah. Pecan crusted trout. Now that sounds gourmet. Now they want to sell me send me a, a, a spag bowl, as the British say, a spaghetti bowl and they say. Um <laughs> but I might switch that out for sesame soy pork bowls. That sounds so what I'm getting is that <coughs> they they did suggest the ancho barbecue sloppy joes. Oh, and, oh, but I, I switched oh, out. Now where's the uh, give me that? Can I <laughs> Can I request something? Is there a little text field? Uh, creamy, creamy dill chicken. Creamy dill I'm chicken. I'm getting that. So it's like chicken, asparagus, and potato and uh, roasted potatoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Honey thyme pork tenderloin with roasted potatoes and broccoli. That, that's a, like a meat and potatoes kind of thing. Barbecue yeah, pulled chicken tacos. S- sweet chili pork bowl was what. Hmm. Yucatan sweet, sweet citrus chicken bowl. bowls. Orchard chicken salad. salad. Now, now, when you select a meal, it comes up with the lunch options. Have you ever gone for any of those? No, because it's just like, that looks like a sandwich that I could just get at Costco or something. It, like. Indeed it is. I, I got the uh, pesto caprese or the, the prosciutto caprese sandwiches. Uh, and then I was like, I was like, this is good. I will just buy the things to make this myself. And indeed I did. I now have ciabatta and pesto and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah. it was good. Yeah. I don't know. That's what's kind of, it's kind of nice for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, well, and that's that, the thing. I don't I don't know that their business model necessarily contemplates <laughs> that like I don't plan to be on this forever. I plan to use it for discovery, you know. <laughs> but yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's definitely for discovery purposes. Yeah. Well, anyhow, thanks for the free box. Um mm-hmm. It's been a fun ride. Um Anyway. And it's gotten me doing more cooking during the week, so that's fun. We do love that. Speaking of the week, the week, um, I don't know, maybe because I was off two days this week, I wasn't really paying attention, but I, maybe this is your impression as well. It just seems like there wasn't a lot of interesting discourse this week. Not that I'm I complaining. Was off, I but, was off one day this week, but I was mentally off all days this week. Like, uh, mm, I, yeah. like at work, I was like pretty much preoccupied and there was just a lot of discussions going on. Um, so I like didn't catch a lot of the discourse. Um, it's a very right. slow, slow news week. Yeah, I don't know. You know, things have since since Trump has left, and we no longer have uh, access. He no longer has access to Twitter, so yeah. we don't know. You know, um, him broadcasting his frustrations to the world every morning. Like things are just calm. Like I mean, what were yeah, the things you don't that know, happened? You don't know this every. Week? You don't know every moment who the president's mad at. Yeah, at that moment. I mean, the things that happened this week were like. Uh, uh, one of Biden's dogs uh, was bad and had to they had to be sent back to Delaware, I guess. So that was. Yeah, a thing. they, they uh, well, you know what that means. It means they sent him to Pete Buttigieg. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> yes. <took> care of it. <laughs> back back to Delaware in scare quotes. You know, that's a euphemism. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's there's the Megan and, and Harry thing. Yeah, so Megan and Harry were interviewed by this uh, um, fairly unknown interviewer named Oprah Winfrey. Um, certainly, yeah. no one in Britain really knows who she was. Because <laughs> I saw an article um, that was like in, uh, you know, like the Irish Times that's like, who is Oprah Winfrey? It was like an explainer article. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's well known in the States, but less known elsewhere. 
Um, but yeah, they, they interviewed Megan and Harry and they talked about how the royal family was very bad to them. Um, and I didn't watch it because I don't have the time for that. I, I would say um, you mentioned that you found it hard to be sympathetic with sort of either side of it, you know, being the, the Sussexes or the royal family because they're both sort of obscenely wealthy and privileged. They're both like obscenely loyal uh, royal like uh, leeches on the world. Like, yeah, I will say both the, the British each press, other. the British press makes it easier to be sympathetic towards Harry and Meghan because the British press is just terrible and is basically yeah. like a, an entire PR shop for the royal family. Oh, um, they're they're awful. They're awful. They're, but, the, they're the worst. Uh, I do think we have to hand it to Meghan and Harry because this whole affair did get Piers Morgan canned from his his job on Fair enough. Good Morning Fair Britain. Enough. So critical support. I also support them insofar as this sort of destabilizes the monarchy, which uh-huh. I will yeah, remind I like you that. is an institution that Britain retains in the 21st century. They they have a queen. They have a yeah. queen and she does absolutely nothing. They They pay her. The queen, the queen owns all, so I don't know if everybody knows, but Britain at one time just basically sent ships all over planet earth Mm -hmm. and then just like went up to every black and brown person and like, like clubbed them in the head and stole any (laughs) precious metals that were in the vicinity. Mm -hmm. And now the queen sits on a giant vat full of uh, jewels and precious metals. Right. And that's why she's queen. Some of them they put on display um, uh, in an old castle in the city of London, and they have guys called Beefeaters who uh, get mad at you if you get too close to them. Yeah. Uh, I, it's cool. I can't imagine it's a great what their country. Farts smell like. It's kind of funny because the whole thing, the whole thing, you know, the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland sort of seems like a theme park to me. Like the whole thing just seems sort of. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't it's like no none of this can be real right this is all just like some massive disney type you know production <laughs> i mean yeah you, you've seen the royal guards with their oh, big no. their big fluffy hats oh, oh no now i feel really stupid because i'm always sort of like like uh crapping on uh disney adults mm. and, and people who are super into disney but now i realize like i'm that but for the uk yeah like like I really do know all the thi- like mm-hmm. I'm an idiot watching like the last leg, which is a um a British program that's yeah. like it's like their it's like their their C list uh, Daily Show, right? And I watch yeah. that, <laughs> so Konnichiwa. I'm like just as bad. Boris Johnson, London Shishu Des. Anyway. <laughs> Worst Johnson speaking Japanese, folks. Yeah, the hard thing for me is it's just like, uh, if you actually watch, so I watched the interview because I, everyone told me, like, you can't comment on this without having seen it. So I was like, fine, I'll well, go that see is, it. That is the law, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my take was unchanged because Megan and Harry, like, went out of their way to be like, and the queen is great. Should we love her? She's the best. And you find out that she's like secretly funding them. Like, mm-hmm. so uh, it's, it's all a scam. It's, they're all just scamming each other. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And, and they're all in this symbiotic relationship with the press. That's like really abusive and gross. Um, 
terrible things happen. It's all bad. I like if we just got them all and sent them on a rocket ship to another planet, the world would be better. Mm-hmm. That's my takeaway. Yeah. But there's also speaking of racism, Google has a has a way that they deal with racism. Oh, cool. And uh, sexism. I'm yeah, this sounds positive. Hit, hit, what what do they what do they do? <laughs> Google advised mental health care when workers complained about racism, sexism. Uh, hmm. I can think of 10 people that I know of in the last year that have gone on mental health leave because of the way they were treated, said one employee. So, like, hmm. basically, if you file an HR complaint about uh, being confronted with racism or sexism, you know, as a worker, yeah. they advise you to d- take some mental health leave. Right. Or they, they're like, just, put you on mental health leave. Yeah, they're, they're just like... I have no empathy for it. Give me a break. Yeah. Yeah, don't be evil. Give me a the, break. Google, like yeah, Google, why don't carbon you neutral listen? Since why don't you? Why don't you take a few days off? <laughs> Here, go yeah. t- go have a mental health. Right. I just love how the way people think about mental health now is it's like a, just a commodity. Mm-hmm. Like oh well, here's a mental. Here's one mental health. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like listen, you need a day off to go to the mental health gas station and refuel your sanity, and then you'll be good. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so bad. <laughs> Here is your brain token, your mental health token. <laughs> yeah, we've got a, uh, oh. we've got a. So it, uh, Donald Trump, since leaving office, you know, he's no longer on Twitter, but he did see the the he did uh, find time this week to send out a tweet. Uh, this is a statement by Donald J. Trump, forty fifth president of the United States of America. May Allah awaken the people. <laughs> I hope everyone remembers when they're getting the COVID-19, often referred to as the China virus vaccine, that if I wasn't president, you wouldn't be getting that beautiful shot, quote unquote, for five years at best, and probably wouldn't be getting it at all. I hope everyone remembers. <laughs> I love that it's perfectly sized to be a tweet, and it also has all the energy of like, uh, you know, a, a, an abusive man texting his ex and being like, I was the best you were ever going to get. Uh, anyway, I hope everyone remembers. I hope everyone remembers. Often Shot referred to in... as the China virus. <laughs> Shot is in uh, quotation marks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Wait, what? It's not a shot? What? Yeah. Um, oh. We've also got a statement here from Tulsi Gabbard, who, you know, the, there's lots of cancel culture happening lately. So she's got, uh, she said, um, She says here, Tulsi Gabbard, you see the final expression of cancel culture in Islamist terrorist groups like ISIS and Al Qaeda. And I just want to say, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, We all remember when Al Qaeda canceled the World Trade Center. (laughs) That was an act, an ultimate act of cancellation. I I would say that actually the World Trade Center was an act of cancellation of um, some really fine Saudis, you know? Mm. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) That's so American. I just just, like we gotta find a way to make it about about Islam. You know, that's just I don't know. May Allah awaken the people. It's just funny because this is like Tulsi's whole thing, you know, which is why it was sort of surprising that she bothered to run. But yeah, she's like a she's like a secret Hindu assassin. She's like yeah, she's doing the the the, the Hindutva dark horse candidate. Yeah, she's. (laughs) 
She's this, uh, she's like Modi's I, it secret would be agent. If she had gotten into power, our alliances would, like, we would have left NATO and, like, formed some kind of alliance with, like, Assad and Putin or something. Like, it I would don't... be, a, it would, the, the, the alignment would be Assad, Putin, and Modi. Right, yeah. And we, like, against... teaming up against China and, like, all the rest of the Middle East. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is cool because if you draw that, it's a line. Where you're just surrounded on both sides. Mm. So. A bit like the line. Yeah, Neom, yeah. et cetera. Anyway. <laughs> I'm getting Andrew, I'm getting like tons of targeted advertisement for Neom. <laughs> Have I told you that? <laughs> Aaron, I come, keep... come to Neom, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. It's like yeah. it's like just little ads that say why we're building. I don't know, in maybe you can they probably need IT people. You should consider applying. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, mean, I you, hear it works you, really you great already, for you already don't the... you already don't partake of most of the vices that are illegal there anyway. That's true. And you would That's love true. you would love to wear the like uh the like uh you know the gown type thing that they that they all wear. Well, I think only you that's the thing is you don't get to wear that. Only the Sauds can wear that. Oh. Well, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, only only the actual tribal families get to get to wear the cool stuff. Right. Well, you, you, yeah, you I, need a you need a recommend, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just like more and more. The, the thing is like, I'm, I'm, I want to start the who care caucus. Mm. Cause like there's so many things that happen and I just can't like now the, you've, you've the, put who care here and you've capitalized who care. And so I like to imagine that this is a bit like Medicare, except it's like who care, <laughs> who care, who, who care for all is the platform. <laughs> yeah. We just need to spread it around. I think I'm just like, getting burnt out on some of this stuff like you can't you absolutely can't make me care about some of this stuff like, yeah i mean we've, I, I in the not. past couple of weeks we've talked about various things that you can't make me ca- again i will not stop talking about nfts yeah you can't you can't make me zillow yeah. will, i absolutely will not yeah it's uh join us this is where in the dsa we're starting it so mm. um you know it's you have exciting. the the Libertarian Caucus, and the, now we're doing the. You have the Anprim Caucus, we're the Who Care Caucus, Who, okay? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I found a neat website. Why don't uh, you click on this? I did. It uh, called This Word Does Not Exist. Um, yeah, This Word Does Not Exist.com is a website that, a- that AI generates fake words with fake definitions. What'd yeah. you get? Uh, de-homing. <laughs> That's bleak. I know. It sounds like the yeah. It sounds like the neoliberal way of like describing saying, eviction. We're yeah. not saying eviction anymore. Instead, we are de-homing. <laughs> <laughs> I got bogardment. But bogardment. So that's a person's personal estate. I've got. Oh, this is a good one. Sputness. <laughs> Sputness. Sputness. <laughs> <laughs> these, oh. are, these are i got a toozy uh let's see here light l- late motivational <laughs> i've got cyanoderm oh mm. which is a, a bacterial cell whose cytoplasmic type yeah, I don't can think... precipitate into living tissue owning to its association with blood cells I'm, I'm really hoping that uh under biden the epa will regulate cyanoderms in the environment again oh this one's funny quarrelette I've got so it's like a it's like a little quarrel, a quarrelette. Mm-hmm. 
Let's see here. Oh, instrumentology. (laughs) Which I feel like is just someone saying instrumentality wrong. Oh, man. Interlictor. Mm. When it comes to the seduction of women. Oh, dear. (laughs) Harpberry. (laughs) Oh, this one's good. Short sports. Mm. Okay, yeah. Here's here's one. Super pneumatic. <laughs> Soup, that sounds like a Brian uh, <laughs> super pneumatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wow, re, re, st- recoupler. I think that I'm pretty sure that is. I'm pretty sure there's something called a recoupler already. That seems like a thing. Yeah, uh, that does sound like an actual thing. Necropolaniac. Wow. Uh, Glossage. <laughs> hmm. Wow. Yeah. It, this this is a very cool website. Diaphoretic. Uh, <laughs> this is the one. Yeah. The first. I mean, some of these are are, are nonsense, but other ones. This one is <laughs> vitgenocide. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> what happens when you get a little too crazy reading Wittgenstein? <laughs> <laughs> the the first one I saw that I liked was overgeneration, mm. which is defined as the diminution in a person's abilities, talents, or popularity. Like you've used too much yeah. of your essence. It's uh, you know. I've, I've got I've got one here. I've got two here. Uh, first one, scub. Scub. Second one, Rofi. <laughs> as in trophy Rofie. without the T. <laughs> <laughs> I like <laughs> Oh man, I saw oh, something dude. else too. You mentioned this like you know I'm going to talk about something on a show. Yes. Because indeed. of how I I just respond when I see it. Uh-huh. And and this and is an article that was brought to our attention uh, by Mayan Jaffe Hoffman. Yeah, in in Yaffe the Jerusalem Hoffman, Post here. Um Yeah, the title is Why why could you still get a COVID-19? Oh, they changed the title. Oh, did they? So the original was, title was I still got COVID-19 after receiving a vaccine. Yeah, it was like I was fully vaccinated and still got coronavirus or something like that. And, and then, then you get to the end of it mm-hmm. and it says, well, they've changed it. Dang it. Yeah, they, they updated it because it was bizarre. <laughs> it was so weird because it said I got the COVID-19 va- uh, even though I got vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And then at the end it says, uh, Gershon compared the vaccine to the Iron Dome, which has protected the country from thousands of rockets and missiles, but has still missed a few. Nevertheless, I don't believe anyone in Israel would say let's abandon the Iron Dome because it's not a hundred percent effective. Similarly, vaccines are amazing effective, but nothing is ever a hundred percent. And then it had a little editor's note that said, "Note: This author did not contract COVID nineteen." <laughs> <It's like, laughs> ah! Just doing fear mongering. Yeah, you can understand now why they edited this story. <laughs> oh, they edited the hell out of this. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah, they I must have gotten can... absolutely raked over the coals for this. So. <laughs> it was just amazing. Yeah. This, like, it was so frustrating because all these tweets went around. Yeah, it'd, like, it'd be oh, like a I thing that's gone. like, you know, writing an article that's like, uh, you know, I went to Chipotle and my entire ass fell off. And then it's like, editor's note, uh, the author's ass remains fully intact. And it's like, what? The, what? What's is the this, point? What's is, the- this just, is this just a work of speculative fiction then? Why is it in a newspaper? <laughs> oh, so frustrating. This is, and, yeah. and journalists wonder why, why people don't trust, you know, uh, you know, newspapers and sources anymore. 
And while yeah, they're while the, why they will just listen to anything anyone posts on Twitter. There's so much self righteousness around journalism, mm. and like, look, I'm somebody who willfully pays for like a few newspapers. I read the news. Yeah, you're a I schmuck. like care about journalism. I'm a <laughs> schmuck. I'm a I'm a pay pig. <laughs> I get it, but like, even so, so even I will realize that like journalism is like so full of stupidity there's so much dumb crap mm -hmm. that happens and it's like i understand why people don't trust the news it's you because you guys have freaking just completely exhausted everybody's uh you know yeah. ability to take you seriously you guys well, are jokes you know, as with everything else under capitalism they've optimized the news to basically be a delivery mechanism for advertisements so it's just about engagement rather than like actually informing you it's just like uh, scaring yeah. you to watch you know yeah well this is our promise we will never do that no well that's fun that's actually a bad segue because we've got an ad yeah i it's unfortunate we don't edit, because um, this is going <laughs> to seem really stupid, but we do have an ad. This, um, yeah. Uh, oh, ad. but our la ad this week is for being lazy and not doing an ad. Oh, it's the public... It's, uh, we got... Yeah, we're in oh. the public service announcements. Yeah, hang on. Let me... Um, let me Let me just... Uh, hang on. I got I to gotta load it up here. I got it mm -hmm. somewhere. Yeah. Where is it? Where is yeah. it? Hang on. Uh, load it up. I'm, I'm put, looking... Put it in the cartridge. I'm trying. I got too many sound turn, clips is the problem. I don't turn, know where they... Oh, here we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah we're this, taking this a, a mental, mental health day from doing ads. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, and we want we want you all to know that it's okay to do that. If you, if you ever have an ad and you don't want to do it, just yeah. don't. You don't? You know? Yeah. Your mental health is more important than advertising revenue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, we're actually British now, so we're actually legally prohibited from running adverts, as they call them. Uh, we've been acquired by the BBC, yeah. so that's our. We actually news. can't mention any product names unless we mention several competitors. So that's why we cannot. We have to mention Blue Apron. We have to mention. Yeah, um, I've, I've actually had to remove several clips from uh, from our soundboard because they reference brands. I can no longer use the 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 clips that mention the uh, Italian food chain that. Uh, Sean Hannity was reportedly banned mm. from. What um, a loss. Because if, know, if I did, we'd have to mention, you know, other Italian, like I, you know, I can bring up Olive Garden, but then I also have to mention Macaroni Grill and um, mm -hmm. I don't know. Crap. We need another one quickly, quickly. What's uh, what's another Italian food restaurant? Bravo. Uh, Johnny Carino's. Bravos. Yeah, there we go. We're That's covered. All so right. American. We're yeah, we're good anyway. Okay. We won't get punished. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, um, yeah, that's, I guess. The ad, um, yeah. The, just, you know, we just we just want to make it make the public aware that it's okay to skip ads. Yeah, you're not. You're. It, don't feel guilty about it. It's part of doing mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm, 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 it, we frankly we need to destigmatize it. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting us out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. We have a brief. Uh, let <clears throat> let's get serious. Doing doing mental health is like one of my favorite. Phrases, I love to do mental way. health. <laughs> I often I haven't done it enough. I've found so we're gonna de destigmatize doing mental health. Yeah, 
um, uh, quick little uh, 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 transit vertical here. We've got first this one um, from Florida. Uh, the Florida Department of Transportation has demanded compensation for Brightline for lost tolls if Brightline expands its service to Tampa. So Brightline is the, the service that does rail between Miami and West Palm Beach. They're currently building an expansion to Orlando. Um, and then they're contemplating an expansion from Orlando to Tampa, which apparently has a very lucrative toll road uh, between them, which interestingly is is not operated by the state. It's like subcontracted out to some private company, which is probably why the state is uh, asking for some money here because they have like contractual obligations or whatever. Uh, but yeah, the Florida Department of Transportation says that if Brightline builds a train line between Orlando and uh, and Tampa, Brightline will have to compensate the Department of Transportation for lost toll revenue. And apparently Brightline has agreed with this, which is utterly bizarre. If I were Brightline, I would have told them to pound sand because like what the no, that's just you're just have to deal. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe they don't think it'll actually be that much. I I don't know. It's utterly bizarre, though. It's just I don't know. I I don't get it. Uh, Florida, chill out. Is all I have to say. I just about hope that. this doesn't affect our bright line, you know? I don't think so. Yeah, unless Nevada, like, you know, gets, you know, I gets know. a little crazy. Um, next, we have some. And map. you know what? Nevada getting crazy with it, that's never happened. No, certainly not. Um, next, we have some map discourse. I am, of course, referring to the, the map of high speed rail, um, which uh-huh. shows up on Twitter every two weeks to two months without fail. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think we've discussed in the past on this program and also on Twitter that, like, it's not a, a, a particularly good map in terms of, like, well, firstly, it was just drawn by, like, some some person. Like, this isn't an official map. This is just, like, somebody got Photoshop this is out. It's just uh, whiteboarding, you know? It's just, like, an idea. Exactly, yeah. Which means, consequently, that, like, it's not a particularly well-thought-out uh, high-speed rail system but apparently what vox is doing is attributing all this excitement about high-speed rail that happens d- specifically to gen z and i am frankly a little offended by this um <laughs> um excuse me yeah. uh i i think you'll find like, that the high-speed rail is wanted by people from all generations so okay like I feel like we're doing the thing with Gen Z that we did with millennials, which is where we like ruthlessly criticize them and then also attribute good ideas specifically to them. And uh, I, you know, would just like if we could stop doing that as well as like generational stuff in general. I'm over it at this point. Who care? The Who Care Caucus embraces all generations. It's just like. Especially like the whole battles between uh, millennials and Zoomers that tried to that that particularly oh, it seems like so, millennials that was ext- extremely cringe moment. Yeah, I've never fought a Zoomer. No, uh, no Zoomer has ever has ever. I don't. I don't really out. care about the Zoomers. I don't. I mean, some Zoomers are like mad at millennials, and I'm like, I don't care what you think. That's it's, you that's know, fine. like it's, it's whatever. Fine. Yeah, I'm used Who to cares? people being Who mad care at me caucus? for no reason. Yeah, I, I, well, and I think that is the be- best way. Like that's why I've been so insulated from it. Like mm-hmm. I've never had any problems with mm-hmm. with Zoomers. I don't like, and if I did, I'd just be like, it's a trash person. I don't care. Like. 
I don't know. People, yeah. so, do, do want to notice statistic so I learned not in this article, but in a, in a video, actually, the, the Gravel Institute has a new video with David Cross. And one of the statistics they mentioned was that um, we have less miles of high speed rail than the esteemed country of Uzbekistan. <laughs> and like, I don't know, maybe we should run commercial with that because like, come on, come on. We, yeah. should, we, we can do better than Uzbekistan. We can we can do better than mighty Uzbekistan. Yeah. It's, anyway, it's not that hard. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Anyhow, the map. The map. <clears throat> Andrew, have you heard about uh, Nunu? Uh, what? <laughs> it's just the words I, I, new I and new, new, new. smushed is that, together. Is that from the website? I got a link in here talking about I'm aware of John Sununu, the politician. No, this is... Okay, this or, is a or, thing featured in the failing New York Times okay, uh, yeah, in an right. article. Absolutely. But it's basically it's um it's basically like Robin Hood uh-huh. plus cameo oh. but for influencers. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so are they so, gonna be rather than posting their Venmos to their bios, they're gonna be posting their stock symbols? Is that what's happening? <laughs> you can basically buy shares in an influencer. Oh, finally. So, yeah. Everyone's so, been asking for this. <laughs> so, what you can do with these shares, for instance, is like ask them to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, you well, can, that like, is, buy yeah, advertisements. I mean, that's broadly what big corporate shareholders do with companies. So, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So, you're just doing that with influencers. Yeah. Uh, this from from the article of the New York Times. Uh, for example, a creator can use Nunu to post a poll asking which sweater they should wear today, or who should or who they should hang out with, and where they should go. Fans purchase voting power on Nunu's platform oh to participate God. in the polls, <laughs> and with I, enough <laughs> voting power, they get to watch their favorite influencer live out their wishes like a real life choose your own adventure. So. <laughs> <laughs> the Vanguard Fund for Influencers, and they email you like, it's time for your proxy vote. Here's the prospectus and the list of proposals. I'm just imagining yeah. like an earnings call with just an influencer who's like, uh, this quarter I was able to acquire uh, up to six cases of liquid death sparkling water. We are hoping to increase that to uh, eight cases next quarter. Um, my guidance is that... Um, <laughs> the creators are burning out but their fans want more and more said jen lee 25 the founder of a popular creator economy community on discord by monetizing each aspect of their life they can extract value from everyday interactions love to extract value from everyday interactions one of my favorite phrases is extract value I, I just love yeah. the the when the, you talk about extracting value, you don't sound like a robot or anything. You no. sound like a very normal human. Yeah, I'm just imagining Courtney now, seen- like you know, getting like Bloomberg alerts that's like shares in Charlie D'Amelio <laughs> sharply down after missing earnings reports. <laughs> no, it's like dollar sign C H R L Y. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Courtney Smith, the founder and chief executive of Nunu, said the company was, quote, similar to the stock market in that you can buy shares, which are essentially votes, to be able to control a certain level of a person's life. Mm. We're building an economy of attention where you purchase moments in other people's lives, and we take it a step further by allowing and enabling people to control those moments. I'm going to set up a SPAC. To take some influencers <laughs> public. <laughs> You're not going to say which influencers are going to be in it. Right. But or, well, can good. we set up like a hedge fund and like we can wield immense power over influencers? Yeah, we just like corner the market on influencers. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to become the Bill Ackman of influencer <laughs> stock trading. <laughs> Black, what, what was it? Instead of BlackRock? It- <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, that's geez. the yeah. No, instead of hype houses, you know, we're gonna have like yeah, like hedge funds, funds or whatever. For it's so it's so gross. Our society's so sick. We're so diseased and broken. Yeah, the, it's so bad. <laughs> the 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 Lord Charlie D'Amelio is has entered into a definitive in agreement to acquire Jake Paul. <laughs> I hate it. It's so gross. Yeah. Oh, the the thing is, you know what this is? I just realized is this is sort of what sovereign citizens think is like happening where like, <laughs> oh, that's not I don't owe taxes. My legal corporation under my name owes taxes. <laughs> it's, it's like the same principle. <laughs> it's, it's so sick. Yeah. Every human interaction is a contract. And you, exactly. You, I mean, this is just a libertarian wet dream is what this is. Like, so instead of going on a date, you you purchase uh, a moment of attention from right. a person. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so freaking gross. Speaking of gross. Okay. There's something even grosser that, that oh, I learned dear. about this week, Andrew. Oh, my. I don't know that it's I can even, handle it. <laughs> Andrew, well, let me introduce you to waifu coin. Waifu coin. My waifu. What? Waifu. Waifu coin. My waifu. <laughs> what? Uh, oh. Oh, God. I saw this and I forgot that I saw it. <laughs> this is uh, uh, waifu, waifutoken.io. Uh, yeah, I, I almost would not advise you to point your browser to it. Too late. Um, that's why I've inc- <laughs> included a tweet with a screenshot. I'm pretty sure it's using your browser to mine some sort of. It certainly um, seems that way. Cryptocurrency. Um, your currency for a collectible digital go- digital. <laughs> Let me run that back. Your currency for a collectible digital girlfriend. <laughs> it's so bad. This so is, you. Uh, my. So this is something that's so new. Um. I don't think any, I haven't heard anybody else talk about it. I haven't seen any reporting on it. No. So I had to do some like real sleuthing and reading to figure this out. I've been reading all kinds of Reddit forums. I've been reading. You uh, had to temporarily stop being the slacker. Uh. (laughs) Cause it's so gross. I just had to read it. They have a medium. So waifu token has a medium. You're a startup. You gotta have a medium. Um, And. Basically, by, by the way, check the gist, check the show notes for the medium for our new our new he, our influencer hedge fund. <laughs> I'll be posting well, analysis. <laughs> so basically, what they do is they're creating NFTs uh-huh. of 
illustrations of anime girls. Right. The the the, so the that, titular waifus. My <laughs> life. Yeah. I can't believe so it's like, a titular. My <laughs> life. It has it has multiple meanings. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so basically, this is a, uh, like a convoluted way to trade. Uh, um, you know, it's um, like not horny safe Pokemon for work cards. Yeah, not safe for work anime pictures. Yeah, uh, and somehow monetize. And so you them. know that yours, you know that yours is unique, and there's no copies of it. Well, yeah, my, my yeah, you gotta have a unique waifu, you know. What's so, and that's what's so my sick life. when you read about these people and Aaron, what you they're so obsessed with. Shouldn't have given me the sound clip. My life. <laughs> it's too. When powerful. you realize that, okay, I got my my chair. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, I got guaranteed too to get it. Here. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, roll back. We gotta get you. Please subscribe to the Patreon so that we can get Aaron a better chair. <laughs> When it comes to the seduction of women, please yeah, send us some waifu so coin bad. so that we can exchange it for real money. <laughs> so, but no, what's so twisted, Andrew, is that these people are, they connect horniness with owning. Oh, okay. That, uh-huh. That's what gets them, that's what gets them up. Right. That's what gets them going in the morning is the idea of owning horniness like mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they want to own this particular waifu it's like when they talk about it it's like you can just substitute um some like uh, a non you know 4chaner right with like substitute him with like a slave owner like yeah. talking about his quote-unquote stock it's like so creepy it's so gross it's so weird they don't have wallets andrew they have harems okay yeah that's where you store your yeah your secure your secure harem is is where you store your waifu coin um it's just yeah no, i'm just reading you've you've linked uh to a reddit r slash crypto moonshots which is a place i never hope to visit again um but they you know there's a post here about waifu coin and there's some serious analysis and i love how serious it is because one of the comments is why would waifu nfts be worth over one and a half million dollars current market cap seems pretty overvalued already tbh <laughs> yeah what? yeah <laughs> Oh dear. I mean, reading them talking, the people who are into this talking about it, it's almost impossible to tell whether it's a whole scam, like it's just like a joke, like a 4chan joke gone too far, yeah. or whether they're serious. But like in our reality, that's that's what we've created. Like that is what like that's how everything is created now, you my know? <laughs> it's just so it's, it's so bad and you know what's crazy mm-hmm. what's crazy andrew is we presaged this we in season one of this show yeah before I, we're gonna have to stop doing the show because we keep lathing things into existence and it's bad like i'm sorry but this is the last episode of the show <laughs> Sorry, for the good of humanity, yeah. we can't. We can't we'll do this bored. anymore. <laughs> we we created Wulu Coin. Remember that? Wulu Coin. In season yeah. one. Yeah, you made season a lovely one. illustration for it. <laughs> the, the folks loved Wulu, uh, and yeah, so we 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 hypothesized Wulu Coin, which it turns out is 
I didn't need to look. I didn't need to learn what NFTs are because we invented them. We you invented know? NFTs. I think you're welcome. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, listen. Clap for that, you stupid bastard. We we invented We're like NFTs. The, what's, what's the guy that invented the internet? Um, Tim Berners Lee. We're, we're like mind. Tim Berners Lee. It's just like looking in horror upon what our creation is. Boris Johnson, London, Shishu Des. My I have no idea what I'm doing. I was not prepared for this. I'm trying and I'm learning. Thank you for your patience. There's so many mistakes I have already made, but I'm working to be better day by day. And I think I'm gonna make it, but for now I'll say I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing.